from i'm a raptor eating what i can i'ma eat everything till the appearance of A man, man uh, yo yo, yo see me yes i'm living beneath the soil uh-huh i'll be back but i'm coming as oil mrs doubtfire yes, somebody i did that too they didn't get what the fuck i was talking about and it hurt my feelings <laughs> um mrs doubtfire a classic to this day I will run around saying, it was a run by fruiting. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, see, (laughs) there was a joke in there that I saw because I watched the movie again. It's one of my favorite films of all time. (laughs) It was when um, his son sees his dad and he figures out that Mrs. Doubtfire's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he, she, he's a she, she, he's a he, she, she, she. Yeah, man. Um, Can't do that now. I know. And what else do I, oh, dude, like literally, now, okay, so Chia hadn't really seen Mrs. Doubtfire until I like had it on as background. She had seen bits and pieces, but she hadn't really seen it until I was like, like kind of made That's her watch it. Madness, by the way. And so now she's all about it, right? But like, so she'll be with the babies and she'll be like, hey, can you so, so, can you uh, grab this, whatever? I'll be like, help is on the way. <laughs> and I'll come in. <laughs> Dinner is sucked. <laughs> Man, such a classic, bro. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. That movie was so, it's, the acting was so good. That even though how ridiculous the show the movie was, it felt real. Yeah, man. For, for some reason, like the idea of somebody dressing up as an old lady so he could see his kids. Yeah. I was like, this is it could be done so poorly to the point where like, this is the dumbest, corniest thing ever. Yeah. But it was actually very grounded. Robin Williams, man. Man, rest in peace. I, I actually didn't know this, but I heard he had some type of like degenerative mental thing that was happening. Huh? And that was pro- there, people are assuming that that was one of the factors to why he actually ended up killing himself. Really? Because could you imagine somebody who's a comedic genius? Like his value and worth is based on his thoughts and the things that he says. Yeah. And then something happens there. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I guess like now you just made me realize something that I've never thought about because they'll always say that, you know, there's that thing where people say like, the funniest people are sometimes the saddest people and they're always trying to entertain the rest of the world, but they're so sad inside, right? And I and I never really thought about why that is until you just said what you said. And I guess as a as a someone who enjoys making people laugh, you get a high from somebody laughing. Your reaction from other people. So I guess there is a part of you that um is dependent mm. on how you feel from how you make other people's feel, right? Yeah. So I, I can see that like, okay, you're a funny person. You get your life juice from making other people laugh. And when you're not making other people laugh, you're like, who am I? What What is even the point? And I definitely see that like, uh, I was watching a bunch of old Harrison Ford interviews. Mm-hmm. Yo, that motherfucker's funny, bro. Is he? Dog, fuck Han Solo. Watch <laughs> any of his interviews. He's fucking hilarious. Like, specifically, he's done so many interviews with, like, Conan O'Brien over the years. Mm. Like, him and Conan O'Brien, their rapport is really, really good. Interesting. So they'll, they they had him on, like, Harrison Ford came on Conan O'Brien's podcast now because he doesn't, doesn't do television anymore. Mm. And they're just roasting the fuck out of each other. Really? And Harrison Ford's old as shit, but yeah. he's still super quick. Hmm. 
And then I forgot what the fuck he said to Conan O'Brien. But Conan O'Brien was looking at him. He goes, I, you know, to be honest with you, I had no idea you were in Star Wars. <laughs> he goes, there was, there was Chewbacca. There was the other person. And then, yeah, you, I just kind of forgot about. That's he goes, funny. he literally four things to pause. He goes, so why aren't you on television again? <laughs> That's great. Dog, Harrison Ford is fucking funny, dude. Man, um, you know, I was kind of sad. I don't know if you watched the Conan O'Brien show, dog. Uh, oh, the best late night show ever. Oh, I'm so glad you said that, bro, because um, I don't I didn't know a lot of people my age that used to fuck with Conan like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because, yeah, he was coming on at like 1.30 in the morning, but I used to stay up and watch Conan. I thought he was the funniest shit, and I felt so bad for him, you know, when he took over the Tonight Show and it didn't work out. Because mm-hmm. I did feel like when he first took over the Tonight Show, I felt the struggle of him, like, trying to really reach that mainstream audience because the Conan show was so great because it was so weird, mm-hmm. you know? They were doing a bunch of weird shit because they had the freedom to. So I felt like when he went to the Tonight Show... And he was trying to maintain that shit, but still apply, appeal to the mass audience. Like, it wasn't connecting right away. And they didn't give him a chance. They took mm-hmm. it away after, like, a month. It was fucked up. Dude, it's like Conan O'Brien, he's so quick on his feet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's—I think it was, like, Nicole Scherzinger. Like, I remember this episode where Yum. they were talking, and then Nicole Scherzinger's like, eyes up here, Conan, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know how most— Host would probably try to laugh it off. This yeah. fool, he goes, well, what do you want from me? <laughs> 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 he just started right at <laughs> Like, that is quick. And he just he just goes in with it. And fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't see a lot of people do that. A lot of people try to play cool. Yeah. Conan doesn't play cool. He goes, I'm a dweeb and a nerd. Yeah. I'm ready to fucking fuck around. Let's that was do his, this. you know, he, he that was his appeal, you know? Like he was he was always kind of weird, you mm-hmm. know, and he did weird shit. And then when he and he had the when they gave him tonight show it was like it was a struggle and then he got taken away it was pretty sad yeah know? and there was also um what's her face there was a YouTuber that did a that did, did a did a talk show what the fuck was her name Lily Singh you talking about Lily Singh yeah so Lily Singh and you know doing talk show shit is hard it's really man. hard yeah and then people fucking ripped into they they went her, in dude. I felt I felt bad you know it's also such a difficult thing for someone coming from YouTube. To have a whole ass late night talk show. Well, yeah. And I think like the hard part about having a talk show host is like people who do talk shows are also have to be incredibly personable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they have to understand people really well. They Mm. have to understand rhythm. They have to like get that person to open up and make them feel comfortable. Yeah. And I think it's like a skill that most people can't develop. Like some people are just innately really good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Well, I think you could do a great talk show host. Like I, I really do feel that. Like. And I think, like, the hard part for her when she stepped into that space is that there's a reason why these socially awkward people do YouTube. Mm. You know, like, it's, you can do jump cuts. You can say whatever you want. You're talking into a screen. You don't have to really talk to people. Yeah, yeah. Right? But when you have to have a conversation with somebody who's a little more grounded, whether it's <laughs> actors or you have guests, you got to be good with your conversation shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she went up there, it was just, I watched a few and I'm like, I, I see why people don't like her on this platform. Right. I, I also think the struggle was that, because I don't think Lily, because, you know, um, I, I've kicked it with Lily. Like, I'm, I'm cool with Lily. Um, just in the YouTube universe, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've, we've gone to parties, different YouTube after parties together. Like, we've kicked it. Um, Lily's not like a socially awkward person, you know? Like, she's like... Social. She's social, you know? I think it's just, it's a, it's a lot that comes with going mainstream like that. You're going to have a lot of people, you know, she was working with like a room full of writers, you know? This is a brand new 
thing that she was doing, like completely different from a five-minute YouTube video. It's it's difficult, you know? And so you got a lot of shit you feel like you're supposed to be doing. Um, it's it's especially difficult if you're in a room full of writers, even if you think something's not funny, to be like, I don't know about this one, guys. You know, even if it's your shit, because, you know, these are like, quote unquote, professional writers and they got this list of jokes for you. You know, you're coming from YouTube. It almost is like party was like, I don't want to speak up because I have the greatest gift right now. I have a whole show that I can do. You know, people are sending you whack jokes. You're probably going to say the jokes because I've been in that situation mm -hmm. where you're working with some other people and they got trash ass jokes for you and you don't want to speak up too much. I had that too where it was some, it was like a music video type of thing. I, I forgot what company it was. but mm -hmm. Paul Kim, yeah? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically me doing comedy or whatever, whatnot, right? Yeah. And, you know, there was a guy who I got really pissed at because... The reason why I signed on was like, first of all, this wasn't a big production, but the pay was decent, right? It was like I shoot twice a month and I get paid like five grand a month. Mm. Why not? Let's fucking take it. Mm -hmm. It lasted like whatever, four or five months. Mm -hmm. But one of the stipulations that I made was like, listen, I want to be able to at least have control of some of the jokes. And then we would put some of the jokes and I thought it was really funny and they would take everything out that mm -hmm. I wrote. And I'm like, fuck this. Like, this is dumb. Yeah. People didn't like it because the jokes were bad. Yeah. It was not good. Mm -hmm. And I think for her, when she went on to that show when I was watching it, I'm like, late night show is not your audience. Her audience is probably like teens. Yeah. Like, who's watching? Your age group is not watching this. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. the shift didn't make any sense. I know. So I, I was know. like, god damn, like, why y'all do her like that? It's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. You know, I, I mean, I would, uh, I was hyped for her. I'm still hyped for her. She's still getting money out here, you know? I mean, she's balling. It doesn't matter. She doesn't make another paycheck in her whole life. She's good. Yeah, like, even if she doesn't fucking, like, I mean, yes. Like, okay, so I think she had, like, a couple seasons of the show. Maybe three, I forget. Um, I think right now she's, like, one of the judges on one of these um, talent shows. One of these, like, uh, Canada's Got Talent or one of these America's Got Talent shows. She's one of the judges. She's still killing it. She's doing her thing. Like, fuck it, you know? Um, it's. I think it's, like, it's a lesson you got to learn, right? Um not everything is, is for everybody, but, you know, she had an opportunity. I would have taken it. Who wouldn't have taken it, you know? Yeah, I think, like, the when, when I was uh, talking to a bunch of friends who were, like, traditional actors, there's actually a one friend that doesn't talk to me anymore. Mm. Um, you got a lot of those. Well, they don't want to ask for fucking opinions. <laughs> don't fucking ask. <laughs> so, like, this motherfucker. Yeah. Right. And by the way, I doesn't change my opinion about what they do. I think they're really good at what they do. Mm -hmm. I just got really tired of this point where a lot of actors were getting salty about social media people, mm. right? And so every time we would meet, she would just be talking shit about Viners or whatever, whatnot. Mm. I didn't like Vine either, mm -hmm. right? But I never watched somebody else become successful at what they do. Yeah, I could think it's whack, trash, or corny, but I don't feel like that should be me. Right, right. I don't right. ever think that type of stuff because right. what's what's made for them is made for them. What's made for me is made for me. Yeah, yeah. And so every time we would meet up, this girl would fucking be like, "Yeah, these fucking." It's like, dog, this this negativity is fucking killing me. <laughs> so I looked at her. I was like, "Hey, so what's the problem here?" Mm -hmm. And she goes like, well, none of them are really talented, but like now when I go into auditions, people ask me about my following mm -hmm. and I, you know, they take roles from me, blah, 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 blah. I was like, look, cream always rises to the top. Mm -hmm. You'll see these people, they'll get into these acting roles. You think they're going to book another thing after they suck? Mm -hmm. So what's the problem? I was like, also too, if you know the formula to, that makes them successful, you have a talent they don't have and you could do what they do. Mm -hmm. So if you're not going to do that, don't sit around and just be talking shit about people all fucking day. That's your bad. Mm -hmm. That's Person not going to do anything for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't talked to me since. Mm -hmm. Right? And I was mm -hmm. like, I didn't say anything yeah. terrible. I was just saying like, you sit around and you say so many bad things about people who are doing what they do best at what they do. Yeah. Do good at what you do. Maybe she was in love with you. 
We dated for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I um, look, I, uh, I I I know exactly what you're saying because even when, let's take Soldier Boy for example, all right? Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy came out. He fucking hustled his way to a hit with uh, you know, Superman L, right? And regardless of what you would say about or what you could say about his music, whether you thought it was like not uh, lyrical or whatever. It's not his fault that people like the song. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put out trash. If people like the trash, then good on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not his fault that people enjoyed his songs. Um, and I think now, now they're all older, right? Soldier Boy is super, like, acknowledged as, like, a pioneer for what he did. You feel me? Especially in terms of, uh, like music download like that air like a soundcloud rapper type shit like soldier boy was really the first person to pioneer that whole wave and um and like dance mm-hmm. hip hop for like the new generation mm-hmm. um and and that's the thing about it and I've probably said this before where I I kind of felt salty about vine in the beginning right yeah. where I'm like yeah bro I'm fucking putting in work doing these like shooting sketches for a day or two sometimes you know putting out like full out productions for these little 5 minute sketches and then these motherfucking kids with their six-second videos at the same parties as me getting the same brand deals? Who the fuck? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. How yeah. dare they, right? Yeah. But then, you know, and, and I'm sure I've told you guys this story, but then when I got on Wild and Out and one of the OG, like, comedians was like, y'all don't deserve to be on this show with me. Like, I've been doing stand-up for fucking 20 years or whatever, and you guys make these fucking YouTube videos. And I realized, man, like, that's... I was coming with that old head mentality, right? Where it's like, why should I care if some young blood found a way to get some money? There's money out here for everybody. Yeah. Why, who am I to hate on the next man for finding his lane, you know? Yeah, and also, too, it's like, generationally, things will always be different, right? Mm-hmm. So what you wanted during the time, you know, for that person... Like at the time you became popular, it was it stays there. And mm-hmm. unless you want to evolve or you could just keep going back to the same well and having those same fans appreciate what you do. You know, so it's like everybody can eat out here, you mm-hmm. know, to go out of your way and tell somebody that they don't deserve what they have. Fine. You want to have that conversation with your group of friends who right. feel the same. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. But you don't go out your way to like be salty about yes. it. Yes. Like, because nothing's going to change. What's going to change? Oh, thought it was an earthquake. Yeah, so, I was like, oh, shit. It was just the AC. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wild out cast members like, you're talking. <laughs> but that sucks, too. It's like, none of y'all deserve this. Says who? Because uh-huh. clearly the person who hired me says I deserve it. Mm-hmm. You don't own this show. Mm-hmm. So I deserve it then, don't I? Yeah, man. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, like I said, man, there's money out here for everybody. And even if during the Vine heyday, if untalented people were getting bags, that's not on me. Yeah. Let them get their money. Who cares? And to my own credit, to suck my own dick, there's a reason why I'm still getting money out here and why people that popped off for just lip syncing aren't still getting money out here. You Longevity know is the key, man. Yeah, bro. It's like you might be a little flash in the pan, get your bag. That's amazing. But not everybody can be consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. Consistency over clout. That's what I say. No, 100%, man. And like, like I said, I do... You know, Gary Vee be saying some crazy shit, but mm. one of the things that I do enjoy that he says is like, yo, fuck everything else. Just make what you fucking love. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to do this for a very long time. Yeah. And I think that uh, I see a lot of kids who try to pop off doing like sensational shit 
and then they get that one video and mm-hmm. they're like, how come nobody's watching the rest of my stuff? Mm-hmm. It's like, because they only came for that shit. They didn't subscribe to you. They're just like, oh, that's fucking crazy. And exactly. they move the fuck on. Exactly. And they're asking like, well, how'd you do it? It's like, well, the thing that I popped off of, I continue to do because yeah. it's just what I enjoy doing anyways. Mm-hmm. So like they know what they're here for and they continually get what they ask for. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a whole complicated thing now. Like sometimes I get really sad when I see content creators and they're, they keep asking the same question. How do you do it? It's like, just do what you like. <laughs> yeah. You know? I got something for you right after this break. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. You know what's crazy, bro? Speaking of that, I got a homegirl who's homegirl. Got on TikTok Live and was just going to bingo tournaments and just had the phone on her bingo card and was just... You know, up there with the old people every week playing bingo. And people started to tune in because they were like, I want to see if she gets bingo, right? She started to get more and more viewers to the point where she got a decent following on TikTok, bro. And TikTok really kind of, um, they were really trying to, like, highlight people that were doing this type of shit. Because when you're doing that type of thing, you know, people are more inclined to uh, consistently watch because they want to see if you fucking get bingo, right? Yeah. So they started paying her a bag every month to get on live and play bingo. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> it's like you really never know in today's generation, right? And that's and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anybody can find a way to get some money out here. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, just so I could put this out here. Please do. To that person, right? <laughs> I still like you. 
right? I just <laughs> He's think, still in love with you. I just think you're a little fucking whiny and annoying. <laughs> and by the way, I know you've told that story in a different way to multiple people, but none of them believe you. Because guess what they did? They came and they talked to me after. Tell and me like, in my ear. Tell me in my ear. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. And so, like, they're like, she said this, this, and that. I was like, let me tell you what happened. It's like, that sounds a little more realistic. I was like, yeah, because you got, because they know, because they got tired of it, too. And they go, oh, yeah, she does do that a lot. I'm like, yeah, man, it's exhausting. And none of you say anything. Dude, the bitter hater mentality will really, like, eat someone from the inside yeah. and, like, ruin everything for them. You feel me? It's like. I also know people, man, who cling on to this bitterness because they didn't make it, right? And then they refuse to acknowledge that it's their fault on them. Mm. They want to blame everybody else. Like, nah. Like, they feel like they didn't get this opportunity because this person got the opportunity. Mm -hmm. They feel robbed almost, right? Because someone else got it. And instead of, like, being like, okay, cool. I'm going to be on to the next one. They want to dwell on that shit forever. Mm, they stewing it. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They refuse to be like, okay, cool. Maybe they got this for whatever reason. I'm going to work on my own shit. I'm going to find my own shit. They just want to like be bitter about it, bro. And then yeah. they're just stuck there being mad about it forever. And it festers inside them, dog. They can't move on. No, yeah. Remember like I told you about the person that I met in high school. It's like my friend uh, Mike who I met up. And he told me about this other girl who back at home, she's saying terrible shit about me. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I've only been saying nice things about you. <laughs> and I just found out. She's like telling people I'm a terrible person. I'm like, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. How do you know this? You, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you guys this. I've been filming stuff with David So for a long time now, okay? Send Foods, I think we started filming about five years ago, at least. Yeah. We've been doing this podcast for over a year, maybe even two. I, I don't even know. But uh, David's a good person. Oh, man. <laughs> David So is a nice man, all right? He really rides hard for the people he cares about, okay? If I don't care about you, <laughs> it's a very bad time for you, though. <laughs> I think that that is the difference. Yeah. You feel me? Um, speaking of which, oh, shit, we're like, what, what episode of this, of, of, of the podcast, Robin? What are we at? This is 94. Oh, my God. Wow. We are... Six episodes away, three shoot days away from our hundredth episode, bro. Wow. And that's gonna be the Robin Couch Booty Review. <laughs> <laughs> Not face, just ass. Just ass only. Yo! My parents are so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we you know just had, artist. We just had Robin come in with like a full ski mask, mm -hmm. but just like with some little like tight ass leggings on or something. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And we're like, by the way, we respect her because of her mind. That's you understand? Right. That's why we're not showing her mind. <coughs> exactly. We'll let everybody see the ass. But we value the mind. Yeah. And you don't just give out everything you value. You keep that close to yourself. You get to see the ass for free. You have to pay to see the mind. That's exactly. right. Exactly. You pay to speak to Robin Couch. Right. You pay to see the mind. Whoa. If you don't mind. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure what I'm doing, so I just mime. Whoa. Mime. I'm stuck in a box of chocolates. Forrest Gump. Forrest Dump. Forrest Hump. Jenny has AIDS. <laughs> Deception. <laughs> Deception. 
She had HIV. What do I do? It burns when I pee. Whoa, burns when I pee. I see you pee cup. Fill it with knowledge. Wow. Keep it healthy. <laughs> I eat lettuce. Let us see you pee cup. Whoa, cup, cup. Guard my dick. <laughs> Killed my dog. Oh no, John Wick. <laughs> Whoa, you're just rhyming now. <laughs> Whoa, damn. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you about? Also, <laughs> wait, wait, that was probably one of the best ones we've done in a long yeah, time. That was really good. Okay, go, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> so, I wanted to bring it on the uh, previous podcast, but sometimes we drink and I forget to bring it up. Yeah. But, so there was that thing of a text conversation between Jonah Hill and his ex-girlfriend that went viral. Ah, yes. Yeah, right? And yeah. so it was about him setting a boundary, yeah. quote-unquote, with that girl <coughs> about her, what, wearing, like, revealing clothes or going out with men? Which one was it? Was it was both. It was both, right? Taking, uh, like, bikini pics on Instagram, hanging out with guys, a uh, bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and so when I saw this, you know, I thought that I would have a clear-cut idea of what was going on. Right. And I just looked at it, and I was like... I don't know, <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah. And everybody was kind of going back and forth about it. There was more people who were very sure about their side, and there was very rare people like me where I was like, I see that, but then I don't see that, you know? Yeah, I kind of went both ways. It, uh, I, I, I pivoted a bit after kind of really looking at it, mm -hmm. right? Initially, I read it, and I was like, she's tripping. Mm. He said, these are my boundaries. This is what I like. Or this is what I will tolerate. If you don't like that, you can peace out, right? I'm like, he mm -hmm. set his boundaries. But then you, if you really look at it, it's like it was just kind of saying jealous shit with the terminology of these are my boundaries, right? Mm -mm, if you take out the mm -mm, mm -mm. technical words of like these are my boundaries and shit, it's just him being like, hey, don't hang out with guys. Don't post bikini pictures or I'm going to dump you. Yeah, ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it kind of felt like. That's right? what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he's saying, hey, these are my boundaries. I would appreciate if you didn't post bikini pictures. I appreciate if you wouldn't hang out with guys. It makes me feel this way, blah, blah, blah. And that sounds very like, oh, okay, yeah, he's in touch and he's communicating. But then if you take all those fancy words away, he's just saying, don't post bikini pictures or yeah, I'm going to dump you. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, And that's when I was like, okay, he's tripping. Mm -hmm. And that was, and I, and, you know, and I, and, I, and I love Jonah Hill. Yeah. I think the thing that I don't like about sometimes when people talk about boundaries, I have boundaries as well, right? Mm -hmm. My boundaries are, I mean, we're pretty fucking loosey-goosey guys, so yeah. it's not very much. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> boundaries, what I don't like is when somebody says a boundary and they just go just because. I fucking hate that. You, you, better, you better explain. Why oh. is your boundary? Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't just be like, this is my boundary. If you don't respect it, you don't respect me. Fuck off. Ah, uh, yes. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't respect me because you don't even care enough to explain why this bothers you. Because mm. we're not coming to an understanding. So now at that point, you're just saying, fuck off if you don't do this. Yeah, You know man. what I'm saying? Like, that's I, what I felt. I think that's what it is. I think it's kind of in a way you're weaponizing these uh, new age terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It was weird because I felt like, I don't know. When I, when I set a boundary for something, right, I, I feel like it's a boundary in terms of what I want to achieve in a relationship that'll make it better for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So if he had said, and I'm not sure if this is acceptable for a lot of people, but he goes like, listen, like, 
I feel like when we're in a committed relationship together, like it makes me feel uncomfortable when you do this because obviously it's a system where there's likes and stuff and it seems like you're wanting attention from other people that you don't need it from. Okay. And for me, it makes me feel uncomfortable and I want us to be in a strong relationship. If you don't feel that way, let's talk about it. Word. And then maybe you can convince me otherwise. Right, because when you say boundaries, it's it's like you said, it's this cut and dry situation where it's like, do this or I'm, I'm out, right? Yeah. Where he also could have been like, look, man, when you do this, because I'm an insecure dude. It makes me feel this way. And I fucking, I'm super jealous. I'm insecure. We got to figure this out, right? As opposed to being like, look, these are my boundaries. And and plus, I don't know if you knew this part, but she was like, um, she was a, a surf model. So posting bikini pictures is part of her job. <laughs> I didn't even fucking know that. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing ever. Where it's like, he probably found her because of. Bikini pictures. Yeah, and this goes back to what we were saying. It's like, listen, if you found her attractive because of that, what makes you say that other people won't either? Right. So maybe what you're looking for is a Puritan. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dog. Exactly. And that's what people that's where people fuck up too. It's like if if you meet somebody for these reasons, then you have no right to be like, don't do this anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I had no fucking, that's kind of funny. It's like she's a chef. He goes, hey, man, I know like at the restaurant you be cooking for people and stuff, but that makes me super, that's a boundary I, I don't for me. appreciate that. It's my boundaries. You should only be cooking for me because I'm your man. That's that's a fire analogy because that's that's exactly what it is. I don't, I, don't, I don't fucking get it, Jonah Hill. That makes no fucking sense. I know, I know. And then sometimes I feel like when people overuse boundaries like that, you know, where mm -hmm. they kind of go, well, if you don't have this bound, blah, 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 it's like, fuck you. And right. I hear, I actually hear a lot of online anyways. I'm not sure if, if, if it's in person, but a lot of girls do that mm. online. Like these super, I say like, these are like toxic females where they just go, this is my fucking boundary, fuck you. Mm. And like, okay, but you don't want to have a conversation with the person that you're in and explain how you got to that conclusion yeah. or what you can do to get, to become better, right? Like, I don't I don't understand how that works. That's the issue, man. I think a lot of people take these like, these these new like hot, terms and then they kind of abuse it you feel me where it's like let's say let's say he was like yo these are my boundaries you suck my dick every night that's my boundary yeah. <laughs> like, or that... i can't i can't do this anymore yeah. you feel me <laughs> where it's like that's what you're doing you're saying hey look um i just want to communicate this to you um these are my boundaries you suck my dick every night i nut <laughs> on your face if you can't meet these boundaries uh, that's cool, but I got I gotta get out of this relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm glad you said it really soft in a nice tone, but that's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, you know. Hey, listen, you know, every night if you don't <laughs> let me shove my dick down your throat, then you know I feel like you don't respect me as a partner. <laughs> like, wait, hold on, what did you say? Yeah, man. You know, it's just uh, you know people 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 just get get caught up in these terms, and I feel like you know I feel like Jonah was definitely tripping a little bit. You yeah, know? like yeah. it's funny because I went through the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> you know, this is a little fucking weird. Yeah. Um, on a random note, there was a. So I have a few friends who are doing like online dating, mm -hmm. and I always love. Have I always tell them like you got to tell me the details about your online dating because mm -hmm. I've never done it, so I don't know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love hearing these awkward moments. So I have a friend <laughs> who's uh, she f finds this guy attractive, right? And mm -hmm. he clearly is like smitten over her mm. but you could smell like a dweeb from mm. a mile away oh it's in him yeah is he cute he's average okay right? <laughs> which is not bad all right but the one thing that made me just like cringe was how 
cool he was trying to be. Uh, like, look, if you fucking like her, just like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, for example, this guy like waited a whole year for her to start dating her because he lived uh, elsewhere. And okay. then so they meet up. She starts, you know, falling for him. And I'm, I'm also giving her advice as well. It's like, hey, like you got to learn how to put your guard down when you're online dating. You know, give people chances before you shut them down, all this other stuff. So she does. And all of a sudden, you know, things are going well. And she's kind of like that person that likes a guy to chase her. Mm. But I think like for him, he doesn't want to seem too needy because mm. he's very awkward and socially awkward. I could tell by the interactions. Yeah. And so they kind of are sparking it off. And then, then out of nowhere, he goes like, oh, but I want to let you know that, you know, I am dating a lot of other people. Ugh. Bro, I, I fucking my skin crawled. Like, I'm like, what are you doing, guy? And she was like, yeah, he said that he's dating other people. I was like, hey, listen, he's not dating anybody. <laughs> he's not dating anybody. He waited a whole year for yeah. you. And then suddenly he's Mr. Playboy. Right. Like, what are you doing, guy? Like, why does this happen? You know, I think I think what's happening here is like you have you have people that um, they get caught up in the quote unquote, like the rules of dating and how you're supposed to act, right? Mm. This dude probably thinks, like you said, he doesn't want to come off too desperate, right? Even though he's been waiting a whole year. Yeah. So he's like, I don't want her to think I've been fucking waiting a whole year. Hey, I got options, baby girl. <laughs> hey, hey, you better you better watch out. This train is is choo chewing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he's about to FaceTime her. He fixes his hair, puts a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> He's like he's in bed. He has a fresh a fresh pair of panties he bought from Victoria's Secret. He's, he stretches back. He's like, oh, I don't know who left these here. Hey, what's up, baby girl? Like tag on it. <laughs> it's in the bag. He's yeah. like, oh shit, who left these here? Oh man, I got so many bitches. It's crazy. Oh dog. And let me just tell you this one line that he said. That fucking, I'll tell you right after the break. <laughs> we got too caught up in our improv. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you this one line that kind of it was a tell-all, yeah. right? And so she was telling me this, and she goes, I was like, well, so what were you guys talking about after, you know, like, what's something intimate that you guys were talking about? He goes, well, you know, like, he's very, he's kind of sweet, but he's, like, a little awkward. Like, like what? Like, he <laughs> this fool said, and I do have a big suspicion that he, he either hasn't had sex in a long time or he's a virgin. Okay. Because this fool said the most awkward line ever. Because they were talking about, like, oh, like, what do you like intimately or whatever, whatnot. He mm. goes, he goes, well, I need to be with the girl and we need to have sex every day. And I was like, you are a virgin. You are a fucking virgin. That is the most virgin thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And it's okay. But what is with that statement? And then afterwards, I got so many girls. Like, what? That I is, just, um, that's ah, a, a 100% virgin shit because, okay, okay, look, okay, look. Not a problem. Maybe some dudes want to fuck every day, okay? But you might say that, but when you're actually smashing every day, Three days in, you're like, let's take a break, man. Yeah. Let's chill. Yeah. Unless what, is he 22? No. <laughs> He's older than me. Well, then shit. There's yeah. no way. Unless, unless this fool's taking tap horny chocolate. 
not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here at the back. <laughs> so I want to have that every day. <laughs> I'm just like, guy, why would you say that out loud? Yeah. Like, be quiet. Like, just, just be honest. Yeah. Be uh, like, hey, I like you. Like, listen. Yeah. You know, we uh, we sparked it off the first time that we dated, and I feel like we have good chemistry. They've together. already been out and hung out. Yeah. What is, who is he trying to impress? I don't fucking know. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um. Would you say this girl is out of this dude's league, quote unquote, physically? Kind of. Cause like, yeah. Is is it a situation where he he meets her in person and he's like, oh shit, she probably could get any dude she wants. I gotta act like I'm this and this and this. Maybe, yeah. Cause you know? like, I feel like she's she's not like outwardly like the hot girl with their titties out or whatever, uh-huh. right? But she's cute she's adorable she's very well put together dresses real nice and in, in my opinion yeah he, she's she's physically out of his league mm. you know what i'm mm. saying and so like maybe that's what it is too he feels like oh she's used to these type of guys so i gotta match up to that mm. but it's like bro you you already run out on a couple of dates you're in yeah what's like, the point he I probably just, fucked it up for himself already man yeah so i'm just like sitting here just listening to this and i'm like what is this guy doing yeah like dog you you, you got it yeah. What are you doing? Like, I don't know, but I just can't make myself too available. Like, Ugh. I'm going to beat your fucking ass. So what's up now? Are they happily married or what? No, I think he kind of fumbled the bag. Oh, idiot. <laughs> I know. It's like, you're dumb, dude. Why did you do this? I feel like there should be uh, some type of helpline for guys. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is what I want to type. And then you'll be go, no, that's not what you type. How do you feel? All right. Then just kind of finesse what you already feel. You know what I'm saying? You got to do all that. That's what we're here for, dog. One of these days we'll do a live dudes behind the foods where y'all call in, ask us questions. And we'll answer 80% your questions. his advice, 20% mine though, because <laughs> I'm a little bit of that guy. <laughs> and I've learned to kind of grow out of it. But it was it's interesting because I watched because because of his age bracket, that's yeah. like stuff you make mistakes in when you're like in your early twenties. Yeah. So yeah, I that's why little, I thought like, what is this fool? Is this fool just young and dumb and nah, full of cum or what? I think he's like 38 or some shit like that, 39. God. So I was a little shook. I'm like, that's that's interesting, guy. You know, he also might be one of these, you know, just just completely speculating off of what you're telling me. One of these dudes that was like, yeah, he's a goober now. okay? Mm -hmm. but maybe he was an ugly, unattractive goober that, I don't know, lost weight, started working Mm -hmm. out, finally got a little bit of style and was like, I got to get out there. Right. Because now I look good, but has no experience whatsoever. So he's sitting right here, guys. I'm sitting, I'm sitting right here, man. Maybe he wears, you know, peach tank tops, right? And he has a fresh haircut, but he's never felt fresh before. So he's like, I need to. <laughs> Maybe he's in love with his co-host <laughs> that he does a podcast with. Maybe he just keeps courting chocolate all day. <laughs> Maybe he has a, a fake woman that he's married to that's a beard because he's in love with his podcast co-host. And they actually adopted two kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's two gay dudes. <laughs> Who have fake marriages, but and they're, they're behind these foods. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay. When I was like, and the funny thing is, is like, I'm actually kind of rooting for him because I think he's a really nice guy. Yeah. And I think they match really well. Mm. So for her, she's getting a little irritated. I'm like, hey, listen, I need you to understand something about this guy. He is socially awkward as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So you can't, don't 
don't misinterpret his awkwardness for as him being a, 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 a like a, a douche, like a douche. You know what I mean? Like he's just really awkward. He doesn't know what to do. And so she finally like confronted him a little bit, right? After I was talking to her, and then he finally says it out loud. He goes like, "I think I'm just a little awkward." I was ah. like, Damn. And that was a, a little saving grace. Wow. And it caused them to date a little longer. But then he fumbled the bag with that stupid fucking comment. Which one? Which was the, oh, I, you know, I'm dating other people type of shit. It's What's like, the point? It's like, God, guy, like, I literally, I, I don't even know him. But yeah. I know that he's a nice guy. It's well, just like. Un unless, unless your homegirl was fucking weird too. And then he was like, I gotta get out of this thing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, she, her, her issue is too, like, I feel her guard is really up. So mm. she's really second guesses a lot of people's motives. Mm. But then, you know, that's why I'm like, I was talking her through it. It's like, you know, when you date, you have to be open to the idea that you might get your heart broken. Like, of course. That's just that's just what it is. You can't protect yourself from that at all times. That's life, man. Exactly. I think it's hard. She's been through so many like shit relationships. Yeah. But then it's hard to tell somebody like, hey, sometimes you got to take personal responsibility for the things that happen. So maybe there are things that you could improve on that would help that help that uh, relationship out. Yeah. So you got to figure that shit out. You always got to, um, you know, anticipate the potential for getting hurt. You've never had your heart broken, though. You only break up with people. I've so been sad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been upset you and sad. You have never been dumped. You don't know what it feels like. I've had things ended. I wouldn't say I was, like, brokenhearted, but I've had things end early that I, I didn't want to end early. You sound like you're guilty and you're on trial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know what it feels like. You don't know what it feels like to go at home and then make yourself a breakup mix <laughs> and then pop on these headphones and then cry <laughs> while you're laying on your back and have the tears run into your mouth. <laughs> no, I've never been, quote unquote, heartbroken, but I've been sad. I'm going to tell it to you to leave you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be so sad because Veda, not, beca <laughs> not because Chia. <laughs> I was like, Chia, can you just, like, dump him for a week? Just for a week and then just come back and say, like, I just wanted you to feel it. <laughs> nah, look, real facts, I think about sometimes I'm like, if Chia was to leave me, like, I'd probably just be single forever because I don't know who else <laughs> would, like, deal with my shit the way, like, she she is, like, the perfect balance for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, where I'm, like, I'm always, I'm constantly, like, man, you better not fuck this up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> in the mirror every morning don't fuck it up flush your poos man flush your poos bro and then you got so distracted by talking yourself in the mirror you left the shit in the toilet <laughs> I got so distracted I just I just left the bathroom without even wiping my ass yeah. the toilet paper is attached <laughs> I'm like just leaving fucking poo on yeah. the carpet <laughs> babe you'll be so proud of me I told myself not to leave poo in the toilet like, so you leave it on the floor yeah. fuck God damn it. And I'm sitting there fucking, Veda's crying, Q's crying, everyone's hungry, there's just poo all over the place. Dude, when when it's double baby crying time, it's like, oh shit, this is where having two parents really does help out a lot. Oh yeah, because you were there firsthand yesterday. Yep. Hey, yeah. To the single moms and single dads out there, fucking kudos to you. It's crazy, man. Look, I, um, I, uh. when that shit starts to happen, when both babies are crying and like you're kind of struggling... I learned about myself, I immediately get hot. Mm. Like, I, like, even when it's at night and I'm trying to change Q's diaper and give him a bottle, like, 
while Chi is like sleeping and I'm trying not to, you know, like have him cry too long or whatever. And I'm like struggling. Sometimes like I'm kind of struggling to get his diaper changed or whatever. I, dog, I'll start just like sweating, dog. Like I start a, to like panic, you know? Taking time bomb, dude. Ugh. It's a lot. It's a lot. I can see though, because like when when I was helping out with the kids, it was like <laughs> you're right. Okay, go do this. I'll handle this. Okay, and then if it's like okay, this isn't working, you handle this, and then we'll switch this. Yeah. And it's just like figuring it out on the go, figuring it out on the go. Yeah. Like, you yeah. got to be quick with this shit. Yeah. It's like okay, if if Vader wants Uncle David, just give her Uncle David for now. Yes. <laughs> and then switch it out. Yes. You know. I don't know how single parents with multiple babies do it. I mean, look, me and Chia thought we were tired with just Veda. Until we injected Q into the equation and we're like, oh, fuck. It was so easy with one baby, bro. Mm. Like two babies compared to one baby is like next level game changer shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I've said this before. I didn't start drinking coffee until we had Veda. And I'm, I'm, I, I double that shit now. I used mm-hmm. to hear people's, I had a homegirl who was like, yeah, no, I have like three shots of espresso a day. And I used to be like, God damn. But now... That's kind of what I'm on, bro. Yeah. Like uh, one drink with a couple shots of espresso and I'll follow that up with like another later evening coffee or Red Bull situation, you know, or else I'm going to just be like so tired, you know? Yeah. I, I tried doing, I did no coffee for the past three days. Mm. I took a fucking day nap <laughs> so <laughs> fast <laughs> at one o'clock because I'd be waking up at like 7.30, 7 a.m. now. Yeah. And wasn't it 1 p.m.? I would just wake up on the couch like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> he's like, you knocked out. I'm like, I didn't even know I fucking fell asleep. Yeah. You need Caffeine that? is a natural um, ADHD treatment as well. It's been known to help sometimes, not everybody, but some people it can help with your ADHD symptoms as well. Well, hey. Robin Couch, that's great. It's so funny that you say that because when I really started upping my espresso usage and I would be more productive and just up, I started, I would think like, I don't need no fucking Ritalin. <laughs> I'm just keep drinking the coffee, you know? Is this with the toilet paper attached to your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> this is with the poo running down my leg. <laughs> Robin, can you talk to them uh, mic again so I can look really annoyed? <laughs> okay, here. so um, this is me talking and annoying David. He's really annoyed with me. Someone guys. left a comment on an episode of Dudes Beyond the Food <laughs> saying, David looks annoyed whenever Robin speaks. And y'all don't realize, that's just David's face, guys. Know, guys. <laughs> that's his face all the time, man. And it's because I think we have different zone out faces. Mm-hmm. And look, and you've said this before, where when you've been on like meetings with people, you've had to work on changing your face to not look annoyed because mm-hmm. that's just your face. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I'm in meetings with people, I'm I'm like job interview in my face. You feel me? I'm trying to be like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, right? Where you're just looking at me like that with your stupid, <laughs> annoying, just, just Korean dad <clears throat> disapproving face. So somebody recently told me that they, they know <laughs> – they noticed something about me. It's like, you know, when you meet new people, it's like, you don't really make eye contact with them. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you kind of like look at the floor, look around the side as you're talking, and then you look at them. I was like, you want to know why? It was like, why? It's like, talk to me. And I looked at him and he goes, I see. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because it looks like I want to sock you in the face. And so when I make a few jokes, I lighten it up and then they understand like, oh, this is just his natural face. Yeah. Mariel saw it for the first time when we were traveling in Japan. And mm. then she saw me just walking behind her, mm-hmm. just no expression. And she goes, can you lighten up? And I'm like, why? She goes, it looks like you're my bodyguard. <laughs> like you look so angry. Hilarious. And I didn't notice. And then she showed me, she's literally walking like this. She has a clip of it. Maybe mm. I'll send it like behind, like she's walking, recording me. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm like this. 
<laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, I see why you don't like always make eye contact at first. You joke around and then, and it happened a lot. Like it happened that there's this uh, Filipino show called Mixed TV. Same huh. producer came up to me. He was talking to me. I was staring directly in his eyes and he goes, if I did anything to offend you, <laughs> he goes, uh, you can let me know. Like, did I say something? I'm like, no, what's up? Yeah. He was like, oh, you just look really mad. And I just became like super self-conscious. Yeah. I'm Filipino like, dude, gay? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh, uh, I, I started becoming self-conscious. So I'm like, okay, I'm looking away a little bit and then I'll do the thing. But sometimes people think that I'm nervous. It's like, no, I'm not nervous. I just, I don't like making you feel uncomfortable, mm. you know? So I'm like trying to look away. You know what's funny that you say that um, is that I am trying to make or I, I try to make more eye contact when I first meet people because um, I know that like I'm not I know that I'm not really good at that. Um, so because I don't want people to think I'm nervous, I'll try and force some eye contact. You feel me where uh, and one thing that I started doing years ago because it forces eye contact is when I shake hands with someone, I'll shake hands and I'll do the second hand. Mm. That forces like this, like initial, like, hey, what's up? Nice yeah. to meet you, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey what's up? You get down here and then yeah. you go. Yeah, you bring, <laughs> you bring their hand down, then you grab their head and you go, ah, <laughs> That's how we became friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, actually, how long ago was that first episode of Send Foods? Let me look right now because I forget how long we've actually been working together, you know? A long time, man. Like, yeah, I met you through um, Just Kidding, pero, like, oh, no, 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 I met you on that on that music video with Lil Craze. We never actually really got to work work with each other like that, though. Yeah, until— You guys have a friend anniversary? Well, let's see. February 9th, 2018 was the first episode of Send Foods, like, it came out. Wow. So we probably first— like filmed the episode early 2018, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which was like shit five years ago. Yeah. Um, pero wait, I got married in August of 2018, so we had to have known each other before that. But but we really grew as friends doing send foods together. Yeah, because we just spent more and more time with each other <laughs> over and over and over. And yeah, I was like, this guy has the same sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> Especially, you know, once when, once Thrillist picked it up and we were, like, traveling together, fucking planes and vans and just, like, in constant trips together. Or I think the first time we started filming, because I, I could only afford to shoot Send Foods in L.A. and San Diego before it got picked up, right? So we would f I would find shit in San Diego for us to shoot, and we'd just be in the car together for, like, two hours. Um, and I remember thinking... Oh wow, this fool David can talk a lot, but I wasn't annoyed because we were we had good conversations. It's silly. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of people don't know how to be silly. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the that's the weird part for me. Like if you can't if you take everything so seriously, yeah. I can't talk to you. Yeah. You gotta learn how to be goofy and just say stupid shit sometimes, you mm -hmm. know? Because sometimes I just don't wanna be serious. I hate being serious. That's why I got <laughs> genius brain to be serious. <laughs> you know, over here I get to be goofy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just a lot better that way. Like I, I've definitely felt like I met people who, kind of, I feel like when they have a conversation with me, they're trying to match what they feel like I'm going to say or like. Oh, and you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, but that's not even me. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you're, you're talking to the wrong crowd. For me, it's the opposite, dog. People don't know. Well, people that don't 
listen to the podcast. And, and mind you, the whole podcast generation of my content is relatively new, right? A couple years, right? No Chaser, three, four years. But before that, it was just my sketches. And maybe they knew I could get deep with Dear De La Ghetto. But a lot of people just assume I'm just constantly a goofball, right? Mm-hmm. So when people have deeper conversations with me or they see that I'm not fucking goofy 24-7, they're kind of like, oh, I didn't know you could be a real person, mm-hmm. you know? And then where I'm with, where I'm around people that are serious constantly. I'll tell Chia all the time, right? I'm like, because Chia doesn't care enough about a lot of shit to actually <laughs> have a whole ass conversation about She's it. She's like the, if like the word whatever became a person, <laughs> that's fucking Chia, dude. As facts, Man, bro. Whatever. Like I got homegirls who are like, you know, can't even look at the sky without getting into a whole rant about chemtrails and <laughs> what the government is doing to us, right? And I'll, like, show that shit to Chia. She'll be like, oh, who cares? Like, I love you. Yeah, I know. Thank you. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can they talk to you about the Asian diaspora? She's like, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. No, thank you. I don't even know where to put the proper emphasis on diaspora. Yeah. I don't even know what it means, dude. <laughs> How about that? Every time somebody asks me for an interview, can we talk about the Asian diaspora? I was like, first of all, do I look like I know anything about the human body? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know anything, all right? <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> when they ask me about the Asian diaspora, I'm like, I don't watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this character. So, <laughs> what region is this from? <laughs> yeah, man, I just, uh, yeah, we can have deep conversations, but um, sometimes I would just rather not. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, dude, and that's why I fuck with you, bro. We can be goofballs and we can also get deeper. And also, who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, we want to be more like Chia every day. <sighs> she lives in the world of fucking whatever. Yeah. Like, she just really could give a fuck less. She goes, I got my babies. I'm good to go. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, can you care a little bit? <laughs> I was like, do you not know anything about the world? <laughs> you know? It's like, did you hear about this? She goes, oh, what's that? And I'm like, all right. And that's the thing about it, too, is that, like, I always make fun of her for being such an old lady. She has no grasp on, like, current pop culture, current hip-hop culture. Burial. She does not care. And... um, She's such an old lady. Dude, you, know? you want to hear the most old lady shit that Mariel said to me? Please she goes, tell me. Do you know this phrase that people use <laughs> when they go, something, something, it's lit? I was like, you're you, lying. I'm not even fucking lying to you. I was like, are you fucking? She goes, yeah, it's like new. I was like, that's not new at all. What the hell are you talking about? She goes, yeah, because like in my workplace, people are using like these slang words and I don't know what they are. And they're like, it's lit. And I'm like, I don't get it. I'm like, I will divorce you right now. That's- There's no way that you don't know what lit means that's crazy she's crazy dude that's cute she's she's like in her own world but i also like the fact that she's very honest yeah yeah yeah. she's not going like oh yeah lit (laughs) she just goes what's that (laughs) the other day so have you heard the news about um are you familiar with pop smoke the rapper that got killed yes rest in peace yeah so um recently in the news did you hear about the body found in a barrel no okay so there was a body that washed up in a barrel the other day um uh, and they police, well, some people think that it might be related to the pop smoke murder because this body that was found is the brother of someone who was accused of killing pop smoke. Okay. So they, they, people are figuring it out. So anyways, this, this story is playing in the background on the news and she was like, are you listening to this? And I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 pop smoke brother. And she's like, she has his face. Like what, who is this? Per- what is this? What does that mean? Right. And I'm like, yeah, baby, you know, pop smoke, he's a rapper, blah, blah, blah. She looks at me. She goes, 
Boot scoot and boogie. Boogie. <laughs> 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 it's like the oldest, the oldest fucking boot scoot and boogie. What are you going to do? Fucking go, go in your corner too on some saltwater taffy? What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, Tia? <laughs> Boogaloo shrimp. <laughs> Skibbity bop boop bow. But she just doesn't care, you know? That's She's like, so I don't she, I don't know what's going on. Dude, Pop Smoke, I remember when he first came out, I was like, this guy has to be 60 years old. His voice. Yeah. yeah his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like fucking 19. Isn't I'm that like, crazy? get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy when rappers are beginning to pop off and they uh and they reach an untimely death, you know? It's crazy. A lot of you, young people. You never know what can happen. In life, you know? That's why I say live life to the fullest, bro. Ooh. What's the point in being sad about shit for too long? You can't change certain things so you might as well uh, learn from it, move on, live your life. Because that's why I have, what's the insurance, life insurance company that sponsors the podcast? Gerber? <laughs> Fabric. Fabric. <laughs> By Gerber Life, so you were close. Yes, that's, I was like, it's Gerber. There you, you were go. circling the drain of the that, point. That's why I eat Gerber uh, baby food, because you never know. <laughs> and I wrap myself in fabric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every day I wrap myself in fabric and I eat Gerber baby food. <laughs> because you never know what can happen. Exactly. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode <laughs> of Dudes Behind the Foods. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. All that bullshit. Um, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Yo, it's the